0: Good to see everybody. Saturday night. I do want to welcome really quick Fort Myers on CTN. We're on Fort Myers now on, on the, uh, on cable. So God bless you guys. Glad that you're on. Hopefully you're ready for 55 minutes of fury. You know, I wrote down a quick list before the show tonight of Joe Biden's accomplishments and I have nine of them so far in nine months. Uh, so far we had the Afghan withdrawal, which has been the biggest military disaster in the history of America, $85 billion worth of equipment left behind. And number number two, getting 13 of our soldiers killed at the Abbey Gate for absolutely no reason for a bomb blast that they knew was coming. We also have as accomplishment of hyperinflation. We're now seeing shortages throughout the nation. We have an open Southern border with 10,000 Haitians living under a bridge in Texas. We have uh, France, for the first time in how many years, 200 200 plus years, has removed their ambassador over Joe Biden's deal with uh, Australia to build three, four, five, I can't remember, maybe it's eight, uh, nuclear submarines. So they removed their ambassador because they were not consulted. Remember, they were supposed to be the adults in the room, the Bidens. And now we have China's Navy was actually in out what's considered to be our economic waters with destroyers and battleships. That's the first time that that's ever happened in my lifetime. We have Joe Biden and Mark Milley, Lloyd Austin, and the rest of the military idiots killed 10, 10 civilians, really aid workers. In Afghanistan, seven of the ten are children, and now we've also had our gas prices doubled. Great job, Joe Biden. And the reason why we have that is because the church, in descending order, the evangelical church in America, and then you had the conservatives, then you have the middle of the roads, then you have the liberals strapped masks on in that order. Judgment begins at the house of God. If you lock down your church, you strap masks on, you bought into bold-faced Lies, And the reason why we now have Joe Biden as president is because we had a fraudulent election based on those bold face lies that people could not go and vote in person. So you had Zucker boxes all over the United States where people could fraudulently vote. So if you're wondering, if you're one of those people that calls themselves a the patriot pastor and you close your church and lock down your church and you haven't repented of it. Just know that the reason why the Biden administration is in place is because of you. Judgment begins at the house of God. Simply repent, get out in front of it, and repent and be restored. All right, Daily Caller video. This is Senator Rand Paul. Now, what's happened is the military let out the Pentagon. Of course, the well, the Pentagon is the Biden administration now. They're the ones giving the orders to the Pentagon through the, uh, uh, the uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley. So they had to come out, and they had to admit that they killed ten innocent Afghanis, Seven of the ten are children. Now, I want to remind everybody of something. When they came out, when this initial drone strike came out, and this was after the bomb went off at the Abbey Gate, killing thirteen of our soldiers, they wanted to look like bigwigs. They wanted to look like you know the you know people that are taking vengeance, and you don't mess with the United States. That's how Joe Biden wanted to do, how he wanted it to look. So. They come out, remember what they said, is that they killed, they actually said they killed two big name ISIS-K ISIS fighters, terrorists. That's what they said, two, but they refused to name them, which everybody who has a brain right at that moment was like, you know what, this is kind of odd. Because everybody, when they kill a big name terrorist, the France just killed a big name ISIS terrorist themselves, and immediately put out the name um, and a terrorist that actually had killed Americans. France put out the name, of course, Joe Biden. After France kills terrorists that have killed Americans, Joe Biden signs a contract with Australians who have done Jack squat for us. But anyway, so just when they when initially when this drone strike went out, they said that they killed two big name ter- ISIS terrorists and that their car was full of explosives explosives, heading for Harmi, Harmi Karzai Airport, the airport at Kabul, to kill more Americans and innocent civilians. Who did they actually kill? They actually killed an aid worker. This is a person who's there out of charity. The person had loaded up their car full of gallons of water, and they killed all of these people. They killed him and nine others, seven out of the ten, We're children. Play Rand Paul for me.
1: The guy the Biden administration droned, was he an aid worker or an ISIS-K operative? Uh,
2: The administration is, of course, reviewing that, uh, that strike. Uh, and I'm sure that a you know, full assessment will be, will be forthcoming. So you
1: don't know if it was an aid worker or an ISIS-K operative?
2: Uh, I can't speak to that, and I can't speak to that in this setting in any event.
1: So you don't know or won't tell us?
2: Uh, I, don't, I don't know because we're, we're reviewing it.
1: Well, see, you'd think you'd kind of know before you off somebody with a Predator drone, whether he's an aid worker or he's an ISIS case. See, the thing is, is this isn't just you. It's been going on for administration after administration. The Obama administration droned hundreds and hundreds of people. And the thing is, is there is blowback to that. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but I see these pictures of these beautiful children that were killed in the attack. If that's true, and not propaganda, if that's true, guess what? Maybe you created hundreds or thousands of new potential terrorists from bombing the wrong people. So you got to know who you We can't sort of have an investigation
0: after we kill people. We have an investigation before we kill yeah, you see, that's what you call common sense, and that's why you don't elect Joe Biden. That's why you don't cave and lock down your churches and cause fraudulent elections to put clowns in the White House. You're like, Tom, you're coming down awfully hard on the church. Yeah, you know what? That's out of First. That's out of 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if it's hard for the righteous to be saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So then... Those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good. First Peter chapter four, 17 through 19. So judgment is that we as a church, not me, I never closed my church, never mass, never locked down, never will, never will vaccinate. None of that garbage. But if you have, you need to take responsibility for the Biden administration. Now, here's now. Now, that was obviously before. The resolution of the investigation that ended up determining that this drone strike killed 10 innocent, completely innocent civilians after the military said that it had killed two ISIS, two ISIS terrorists. Right. So here now, you know, it's bad when you're the Biden administration and Jake Tapper is attacking you play it for me. Welcome to
2: The Lead. I'm Jake Tapper and we start with breaking news. The U.S. military admitting to a massive and deadly mistake in a targeted drone strike on August 29th that killed three Afghan adults and seven Afghan children in a Kabul neighborhood. The military initially claimed that they had successfully targeted a member of ISIS-K, someone who posed a threat to American troops at the airport. But just moments ago, the leader of United States Central Command took responsibility and admitted they got the wrong vehicle.
3: Our investigation now concludes that the strike was a tragic mistake. As the combatant commander, I am fully responsible for this strike and this tragic outcome.
2: This is a total about face from the Pentagon's init- initial denial they got anything wrong days after the attack.
3: At least one of those people that were killed was a ISIS facilitator. Uh,
1: so, were there others killed?
3: Yes, there are others killed. Who they are, we don't know, but at this point, we think that the procedures were correctly followed and it was a righteous strike.
0: No longer so righteous. We're covering every. Bring, you can bring it back to me. How on earth does Mark Milley still have a job? How does Lloyd Austin still have a job after butchering 10 innocent civilians? falsely claiming, falsely claiming there was absolutely no evidence whatsoever. There was no evidence whatsoever that they had actually killed any ISIS terrorists. They went out and publicly lied. There's absolutely no evidence. Then you know what they said? This was funny. I forgot about this part till just now. So you're blessed that I remembered this. So here it is. They also said that, you know what, that there was a secondary explosion because the car was filled with explosives. So there's another bold-faced lie. The car was filled with water. And then you have the military, Mark Milley, come out and say, Lloyd Austin, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, all come out and say that they killed an ISIS terrorist. Then they said that, you know, there was a secondary explosion that may have killed civilians. See, they are bold-faced liars. You know what else is a bold-faced lie? Your need for a vaccination and that COVID-19 is the bubonic plague lies propagate lies be not deceived God is not mocked for whatsoever a man sows that shall he also reap so if you're a born again believer and you turn your back on the word of God and strap a mask on your face knowing full well that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16 verse 19 that I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven and you blow that off you turn your back on it strap a mask onto your face that you know doesn't block a virus in the name of it blocking a virus you have propagated lies you have sown lies into the ground when you lock your church up because of a 99.9% survivable virus no different than the flu whatsoever is actually more survivable than the flu for the ages of 0 to 50 and is slightly more virulent than the flu from the ages of 70 and above and exactly the same as the flu, from 50 to 70, and you lock your church up. Understand that you are sowing into deception, and when you sow into deception, you get deceivers as leadership over you. Understand that. All right, moving on to COVID. Here we go. This is a science mom video. This now, if if, if anything bothers you, did I leave something out? Just skip it. Let's go to the next thing. Here we go. We go to the COVID. So this a science mom video. This is a, this, I love the title of it. This is child abuse. Play it for me.
3: Put yeah.
4: your mask on. Yeah. Now you Mason. gotta put, you gotta wear it on huh, honey. Now you gotta keep it on. Yeah.
5: Put
4: your mask on. Yeah. There you go, keep it right there. Yay, Mason, oh, yeah. yay! You feel it, Mason. Look, we're gonna keep it
0: right here. Oh,
4: Ah. Peek-a-boo, I see you! Keep your mask on!
0: Put your mask back on!
4: What are you looking at? Keep
1: it on
6: your face! You gotta keep it on your face so we go outside.
0: So there you go. Now explain to me why a child would need to wear a mask. But you see, when you sow in the lies as the church of Jesus Christ, I know there's a lot of people probably watching this, maybe even on CTN. And you're like, well, I thought I was a loving person by putting a mask on. I thought, you know what? I wouldn't offend everybody if I put a mask on, even if I don't believe it. No, when you propagate lies, you don't lie for the sake of not offending people. You don't strap a lie onto your face or lock down your church for the sake of not offending people for the sake of the wisdom class of your church that always puts that sentence in the back of every Bible verse. Well, yes, I believe that Bible verse, but you have to use wisdom. Well, I don't want all those people to leave my church. Listen, they all left my church and now my church is three times the size that it was a year and a half ago. That's what you get. When you sow into the ground, when you sow the word of God into the ground, you will prosper. All right, let's go to the next one. This is uh, Maria Oaks, maskless San Francisco mayor. Of course, uh, these are the same people telling you to vaccinate and lock down your churches. And they themselves don't live by the very dictates that they're putting on your shoulders. Maskless San Francisco mayor. Here's just the latest example from two days ago. Mayor Breaks health order, her own health order. You are not allowed to do in San Francisco what Mayor London Breed is doing in these these pictures and in this video. Seen partying with BLM co-founder at nightclub last night. Well, Tom, this isn't my fault as a Christian. Yes, it is. Listen, if you give people unbridled authority, they will run wild with it. They'll run wild with it In absolute power corrupts absolutely you do not give people like london breed absolute power from the pulpits of evangelical churches by yielding to their lying deceptive dictates you do not do it otherwise you end up with this there she is she's the second one from the left that's the mayor that is illegal to do in her city by her own mask rules her own mask dictates here she is on video (laughs) (laughs) Can you play that <laughs> Just mute it. There she is right there. Look at the great time she's having. Look at the lovely time. She... Now, that's not legal for you to do, though. If you live in San Francisco and you're part of the great unwashed, you're not allowed to do what London Breed is doing right here. You're not allowed to do any of this. So here's the here's the thing. Now, some of you are thinking, well, yeah, I agree. You know, they they are hypocrites. The left is hypocrites. They tell you to to social distance and we repeatedly catch them not social distancing. We repeatedly catch them not masking, whether it's Joe Biden, whether it's Gavin Newsom, whether it's whether it's uh, Phil Murphy, one right after another, we catch them over and over and over again. Muriel Bowser, mayor of D.C., puts out she puts out a new mask law and then make sure that about three hours before its implementation, she's at a wedding, conducting the wedding with hundreds of people, not social distancing, not wearing a mask so these people you're like well obviously they're not scared of the virus that's obvious right is london brie put that side by side Aaron? again for me real quick does she look like does she look like that she's terrified of the virus does she terrified of the virus really terrified they we all know now that vaccinated people even if every single person in that room is vaccinated vaccinated people are infecting vaccinated people and unvaccinated people are infecting vaccinated people and unvaccinated. Vaccinated are inf- infecting vac- unvaccinated. Everything, Vacc- vaccination does absolutely nothing. It doesn't do anything at all. I'm not gonna even, even going to mitigate that anymore by saying that it doesn't do anything to stop the spread. It does absolutely nothing. It doesn't stop so slow death. It doesn't prevent hospitalizations. doesn't stop death. But so is she afraid? So so. Christians and conservatives will go, you know what? Yeah, they are liars. And I hate that they're strapping. I saw Ben Shapiro's do this. and I like Ben Shapiro, but the thing is he was on there today. I watched him today and he was, uh, all about lambasting Democrats for basically that video that I just showed you strapping masks on kids face. Like London breed will do. She'll gladly put masks all over your kid's face while she behaves like this. So Ben Shapiro says that, but Ben Shapiro is fully vaxxed. So, Ben Shapiro looks at their hypocrisy, knows that they're lying about masks, knows, he said this, knows that they're lying about lockdowns, knows that they're lying about social distancing, and then takes their vaccine? Explain that to me. Explain that to me as a Christian. When you know know masks do nothing, but yet that's part of their dictatorial totalitarianism, you know it, and you know that social distancing does nothing, lockdowns do nothing, but you know that and you know they're trying and here's the thing that absolutely floors me you know that they're working for the party of Davos the World Economic Forum, Global Socialism you know that's the case and then you take their vaccine I just, I will never understand how people take liars and and deceivers people who have reprobate minds and do what they tell you to do When they're noticeably lying to you about everything else that has to do with COVID, how many people have actually died exclusively of COVID 19 in the United States? This is on the CDC website. How many people have actually died exclusively of COVID 19? 20,779 people, but they tell you 650,000 people died. All the average age of death in that 650,000 is 80. Most of those people, this sounds very callous, would have died anyway this year. And if not the following year, maybe COVID shortened their life a few months. Those are the facts. All right, let's go to the next one. Chris Field tweet. Quicker. Oh, go Ian Miles, Chong. Go, I'm wrong. I'm wrong, guys. It's me every time. It's me. I'm wrong every time. Just to show you more, more political uh, hypocrisy, this is a video of politicians I want you to pay attention now. When do you think the camera comes on? Because when the camera is not on them, all of their masks are off. Then suddenly the camera comes on for the press conference. Watch it. Play for me.
6: Malheureusement, Here it comes. Watch, Watch them. Watch all. them all. Here come all their masks. Look at them strap their masks. Look at them all put their masks on. Put their masks on.
0: Look at them. Get your masks. Handing out masks. Get, do you see it? And then you take their vaccine. You know that they're lying. You know that they're not scared of this thing do those people look like they're scared they're telling everybody they're man i guarantee you those politicians in that in that in that video they're mandating vax you know vaccine passports mandating vaccines not allowing people to go into restaurants without their vaccine passport mark of the beast And you see how much they're actually scared of COVID. They're not scared at all. So there has to be an ulterior motive to what they're doing. What is the ulterior motive? To control you, to distance you, and most importantly, to mark you. That is what, so they're obviously not scared of it. So there has to be an ulterior motive for the dictates that they put on your shoulders. All right, now, Chris Field, guys, sorry, I keep screwing up. Here we go. If you heard Bill Maher on Kimmel on Wednesday of this week, this is the poll he was referring to. If you've ever heard one of his monologues, he's Bill Maher who's starting to wake up. We'll never agree 100% with Bill Maher, but he's starting to wake up on totalitarianism because most liberals don't understand. I'm not going to say most liberals. A lot of liberals don't understand that their party is not liberal. It's totalitarian national socialist tyrant tyrannical authority that's who they really are they're tyrants national social socialists like nazis they're not liberal free to be a bird and be liberal go smoke some doobies you know in your backyard and the cops shouldn't be allowed to arrest you for that that's traditional liberalism these are progressives they're very different but here's here's the thing Bill Morris put this out, and I saw him actually talk about this on his own show. And this shows you, this is a poll that's taken about the belief system between Republican and Democrat when it comes to COVID. Put it on the big screen for me. There you go. What are the chances somebody with COVID must be hospitalized? So it's asking a very simple question. What do you think the chances are that when somebody catches COVID that they're going to end up being in the hospital? You look at the correct answer is 1% to 5%. Did everybody know that? 1% to 5% of COVID cases end up in the hospital, 1% to 5%. So what do liberals actually think it is? Here it is. So, 6 to 10% of Democrats think it's 14%. 11 to 19% thinks it's 6%. 20 to 49% of Democrats think that it's 28% of COVID cases. And 50 plus percent, 50% and up, believe that the hospitalization rate for COVID is 41% of the time. They believe 41% of COVID cases end up in the hospital. So the, if you look at the combination there, you've got 61. So basically 70%, 70% of, of Democrats think that the hospitalization rate is at least four times more than it is, up to 20 times more than it is. That's what they think, almost 20 times more than it is. That's, that's how they think. Think about that. That's how a Democrat thinks. And that's who's that's who's putting out that you need to be vaccinated. If you take that death jab, you have lost your mind. Do not take it. I, listen, we will form a parallel economy. There are people leaving their jobs in droves. And what's so funny is, as they put out these vax mandates, we have 10 million open jobs right now. We just had a huge jobless claims. Report that just came out Last week 378,000 people Put in a jobless claim How can we have 378,000 people Claim unemployment With 10 million available jobs Joe Biden is the gift that I forgot that on my list of nine That's the gift that keeps on giving I've never seen that in my life Where there's 10 million available jobs And 378,000 people Filed unemployment claims How does that work See I'm telling you I put this out on Twitter. They need you. You don't need them. The elites need your services. I don't care whether you're a cop or you're a doctor, a computer tech. I don't care whether you're working in the service industry. The elites need you ask yourself this question. What do I need Klaus Schwab for? You ever ask that? Why would I obey his dictates? Why do, why, what, what does Klaus Schwab do? What does Boris Johnson do? What does Joe Biden do for me? What's Kamala Harris do for me? You ever ask? So why would you ever follow their dictates? Get they need you. They have somebody has to be the plumber. I was a cop for 25 years. Somebody has to be the cop. And people are leaving their dro- jobs and protesting in droves. Stand your ground and do not take the death jab. All right, Kyle Becker tweet. And after all of the Delta variant, you know, Verbiage that's been put out, all the propaganda that's been put out, Kyle Becker puts this out. The CDC estimates 120 million Americans were already exposed to COVID nineteen. That was in May. That was several months ago. So then delta variant cases, since then, delta variant cases exploded. Kid Delta variant, everybody's gonna die. Sky's falling, hospitals are overwhelmed, all lies. Tens of millions more. I I I put out the videos. I put out I've shot one video after another ranging from Fort Myers to Tampa. Not one hospital is overwhelmed and you know those you know those counties Lee, Charlotte, Sarasota, Manatee and Hillsboro counties are all high in elderly population and not one of those emergency rooms is overwhelmed overwhelmed. Not one COVID ward is overwhelmed. they lie endlessly. Since then delta variant cases exploded tens of millions more Americans had to have had to have been exposed perhaps pushing total to 150 million people exposed the survival rate is still 99.7% exactly the same as the flu exactly well Tom that can't be how do we have 650,000 deaths you don't That's why you don't see. That's why you don't have long lines at funeral homes and a national shortage of caskets. Think logically. Where are all the bodies? Only 20,779 people in the United States have died exclusively of COVID-19. Everybody else had comorbidities with an average of two to five comorbidities. Those are the people that have died. And the average age of death, depending on which study you look at, is 78 to 80 years of age. And the average age of death in America is 77. So people with COVID are actually living longer than the average age in America. And everybody treats us like the second coming of the bubonic plague. The bubonic plague killed everybody it touched. It killed 50 to 75% of Europe. Not 50 to 75% of people who caught it. Everybody who caught it died. 50 to 75% of the entire population died of the bubonic plague. And that's how they treat it now. All right, uh, coronavirus plushie. This is somebody you need to follow. He'll get banned all over the place, like they all do. But this is Dr. Mike, Mike Eden, and he's talking about the PCR test. This is how they. When you see cases are exploding, they're not cases. When you see that it's COVID cases, they are not COVID cases. They are actually positive tests. That's all that they are. So let's look at let's look at what he says about PCR tests. Play it for me.
5: There is a test that's performed. People have their noses and tonsils swabbed, and then a test called a PCR test is performed on that and what they're looking for isn't the virus. You might think it's looking for the virus, but it's not. What they're looking for is a small piece of genetic sequence, it's called RNA. Unfortunately, that bit of RNA will be found in people's tonsils and nose, not if they've just caught the virus and they're about to get ill or they're already ill. It's also going to be found if they were infected previously weeks or even sometimes a small number of months ago. Let me just explain why that is. If you've been infected and you've fought off the virus, which most people do, you'll have broken, dead bits of virus. These are tiny things, smaller than your cells, perhaps spread all the way through your airway, embedded in bits of mucus, maybe inside an airway lining cell. And so over a period of weeks or months, you bring up cells that contain broken dead pieces of the virus that you have conquered and killed. However the PCR test is not able to detect whether the viral RNA has come from a living virus or a dead one as I've just described. So I think a large proportion of the so-called positives are in fact what I call cold positives. They're correctly identifying that there is some a viral RNA in the sample, but it's from a dead virus. It can't hurt them. They're not going to get ill. They can't transmit it to anybody else, so they're not infectious. So that accounts for a large number of the so-called positive cases. These are people who've beaten the virus. Why are we using this test that cannot distinguish between active infection and people who've conquered the virus? This test has never been used in this way, and I've worked in this field. It's not a suitable technique.
0: So the PCR test has never been used before. And I want to make sure I put this plug in. Make sure that you have a getter account. Make sure that you have a Gab account. Make sure that you have a Rumble account. Right now we got a little, I just want to say hi to all the Facebook monitors right now that put out a little, possibly a little warning right before our video to make sure that we keep our our podcast community friendly. Make sure that you go to TomLipley.com. Go, if you have, listen, I'll just advise everybody to switch over to TomLipley.com and we can never be banned that way. But Facebook monitors us, we're already banned off of YouTube. Uh, My my church has been permanently banned off of YouTube. Make sure that you have those accounts and make sure that you put down TomLifley.com. And I'm asking you as a personal favor, watch us on TomLifley.com. It's time for a mass exodus. Hope you're hearing this, Facebook. You can cost yourself. It is time for a mass exodus. When we talk about a duplicitous, we talk about a parallel economy. That's what we need to have. We already have it set up on social media. The best parallel economy social media sites are gab getter and rumble get those accounts i'm telling you just get on i'm on all three of those make sure that you have that going all right let's go this is on this is on the fda now of course the fda has come out in a 16 to 2 vote people think it's 16 to 3 it's actually 16 to, to 2 vote because one of those votes didn't count so one of the votes for it didn't count. The the FDA has said that they are not going to approve the boosters. The Biden administration has been bragging about putting out boosters now for months. And now the FDA, why would the FDA not want to approve boosters when they have allegedly approved the Pfizer vaccine, which they have not? They have not approved the currently in-use Pfizer vaccine. They have, acu- they have approved what's called Comerity. Comerity is not available to the public. So there is no vaccine that's currently in use that is FDA approved. So why? So that's why they won't approve the booster either. There's thousands of people that have died because whether you believe it's 14,000 is on the VAERS report. This This vaccine, beyond argument, The FDA owns the VARES report. Beyond argument has killed at least 14,000. Think about it. 14,000 Americans. Thomas Rents lawsuit alleges, federal lawsuit alleges another 45, but right now we'll just focus on the 14. 14 14,000 people that never would have died of COVID have died because statistically the odds of dying of COVID in America is less than 0.1% chance. So those people, odds are, never would have died of COVID and took the death jab and died anyway. Fourteen thousand people. Think about that. They're always talking about wars and how the how the the COVID death count compares to wars. Fifty nine thousand Americans died in the Vietnam War. Fourteen thousand, and that's over how many years did the Vietnam War run? Twelve to fifteen. So yeah, that's over fifteen years in nine months. Not not even nine months because we're not through the ninth month yet. And the vaccine didn't, so eight months, seven months, really, because the vaccines really didn't kick in until March. So over like a seventh month period, 14,000 Americans are dead. 32,000 Brazilians dead. uh, 32,000 citizens of the European Union from multiple countries dead from the vaccine. Think about that when they start spouting out their numbers. So the FDA came out and said, you know, we're not approving the booster. Strange, isn't it? That they let that Fauci's wife who works for the NIH bioethics lab, which is the one that the FDA contracts out to, to approve vaccines. Funny how she approved the drug that nobody's using. It's not available to the public, right? But then the FDA comes and has their panel and refuses to approve the boosters, which are all from Pfizer and from Moderna. Strange how that works. We have several really short videos to show you. This is from the actual FDA. This is the actual FDA meeting. Play the first one for me. I'm going to focus my remarks today
3: on the elephant in the room that nobody likes to talk about, that the vaccines kill more people than they save. Today, we focus almost exclusively on COVID death saves and vaccine efficacy, because we were led to believe that vaccines are perfectly safe. But this is simply not true. For example, there were four times as many heart attacks in the treatment group in the Pfizer six-month trial report. That wasn't bad luck. Theirs shows heart attacks happen 71 times more often following these vaccines compared to any other vaccine. In all, 20 people died who got the drug, 14 died who got the placebo. Few people notice that. If the net all-cause mortality from the vaccines is negative, vaccines, boosters, and mandates are all nonsensical. This is the case today. Only the VARES numbers are statistically significant, but the other numbers are troubling. Even if the vaccines had 100% protection, it still means we kill two people to save one life. Four experts did analyses using completely different non-US data sources, and all of them came up with approximately the same number of excess vaccine-related deaths, about 411 deaths per million doses. That translates into 150,000 people have died. Now, the real numbers confirm that we kill more than we save, In the most optimistic scenario, it means that 50% of the vaccinated people died and 0% of unvaccinated people died. Unless you can explain that to the American public, you cannot approve the boosters. The paper just posted yesterday on MedArchive entitled mRNA COVID-19 Vaccination and Development of CMR Confirmed Myopericarditis shows that the myopericarditis risk was one in a thousand. And that's an overall age range from 18 to 65 mean age of 33. It is not inconsistent with what the bear shows. It's pretty clear that the Pfizer trial results were gained. It's statistically impossible for protocol violations to be five times higher in the treatment group. Why hasn't this been investigated? Uh, Maddie DeGray was was 12 when she enrolled in the Pfizer phase three trial for kids. Now she's paralyzed for life. It wasn't recorded by it in the uh, uh, Pfizer results. I told Janet Woodcock, there was no investigation. Please tell us why this was not, why this fraud was not embedded
0: so one in a thousand that get the vaccine end up with myocarditis which is the enlargement of the heart 70 you're 71 more times more likely to have a heart attack after this vaccination than all other vaccinations statistically 71 times more likely to have a heart attack taking this vaccination than any other vaccination in the history of humankind Allegedly, according to this doctor, it kills two to save one. And there is 411 deaths per 1 million vaccinations. That's a great vaccination people are taking. All right, the Chuck video, he actually, this one here has to do with, I believe, a nursing home situation. Play it for me. Slide number 16, please, myocarditis. Uh, The
3: paper just posted yesterday on MedArchive entitled mRNA COVID-19 Vaccination and Development of CMR Confirmed Myocarditis pericarditis, shows that the myopericarditis risk was one in a thousand, and that's an overall age range from 18 to 65, mean age of 33. It is not inconsistent with what the bear shows. Next slide would be slide number 18, gaming of the trial. It's pretty clear that the Pfizer trial results were gained. It's statistically impossible for protocol violations to be five times higher in the treatment group, why hasn't this been? Uh,
0: this has some overlying stuff. Let's go to COVID-1984 bombshell info. Info during today's FDA vax uh, meeting, Dr. Rose states, based on the VARES data, the risks far outweigh the benefits. Play it for me. My
4: name is Dr. Jessica Rose, and I'm a viral immunologist and computational biologist. This is a bar plot that shows the past 10 years of VAERS data plotted against the total number of adverse event reports for all vaccines for the years 2011 through 2020 and for COVID-associated products only for 2021. The left bar plot represents all adverse event reports and the right bar plot represents all death adverse event reports. There's an over 1,000% increase in the total number of adverse events for 2021 and we are not done with 2021. This is highly anomalous on both fronts. These increased reporting rates are not due to increased rates in injections and not due to simulated reporting. This has been shown using a analysis of influenza data. The onus is on the public health officials, the FDA, the CDC, and policymakers to answer to these anomalies and acknowledge the clear risk signals emerging from their data and to confront the issue of COVID injectable products
0: so real quick to pull out the extrapolate the data on that 1,000 percent increase in adverse events in the eight months of 2021 in comparison to all, I repeat all vaccinations in the last 20 years. This is what happens. you do not take a vaccine without a 10 to 15 year trial period. And this vaccine vaccination was developed in a year. You don't do that. That's why you end up with a thousand percent increase of adverse event, event reporting. And in an eight months, we're not even done with 2021 yet. The actual deaths out of the vares report are over 14,000 now. All right, just I'm showing you these things because this is the this is the actual FDA meeting where they voted 16 to 2 to not authorize to not license the Pfizer Moderna boosters. uh, COVID-1984, doctor on FDA Vax panel admits never Sleevers, never Vaxxers like me, are more informed than the Vax. Play it for me.
2: My name is Dr. Joseph Freeman. No conflicts to declare. I'm an emergency physician educated at Cornell Medical School. My residency was Charity Hospital in New Orleans, where I work over 65% of the population are not vaccinated. I'm here today to ask for help for those working the front line to help us reduce vaccine hesitancy. For this, we need larger trials that demonstrate the vaccine reduced hospitalization without finding evidence of serious harm. I know many think the vaccine hesitants are dumb or just misinformed. That's not at all what I've seen. In fact, typically, independent of education level, the vaccine hesitants I've met in the ER are more familiar with vaccine studies and more aware of their own COVID risk than the vaccinated. For example, many of my nurses have refused the vaccine despite having seen COVID-19 cause more death and devastation than most people have. I asked them, why refuse the vaccine? They tell me while they've seen the firsthand dangers of COVID in the elderly, the obese diabetics, they think their risk is low. They're not wrong. One nurse showed me this Oxford risk calculator. A 30 year old female has about a one in 7,000 chance of catching COVID and being hospitalized over 90 days. She asked me, can i assure her that the studies found her risk of serious harm from the vaccine is lower than her risk of hospitalization the truth is
0: i just wanted you to see those stats coming out of there and he, he said he was talking about we need to have studies that prove the efficacy of this vaccine you won't doc i love this doctor because at least he's honest but he's still a vaccine pusher and i'm a never sleeper so it is what it is that he's never there's never going to be any studies that prove that this vaccination does anything because you cannot vaccinate against an ever mutating virus and when you do vaccinate it causes the virus to mutate even more all right we on melissa tate is that right all right melissa tate video Another witness at the FDA advisory board live meeting was MIT professor who cited Israel's rising cases. Play it for me.
3: It is important to understand that the booster vaccination campaign in Israel was anything but a carefully designed study. In a matter of less than six weeks, Israel moved from its initial intention to vaccinate the over 60 population to vaccinating anyone above the age of 12. And it is now about to mandate booster vaccination for anyone to maintain green passport status. This does not allow any reliable learning, definitely not in such a short amount of time. And please understand that the adverse event surveillance system in Israel is truly dysfunctional, particularly around the booster deployment. I know from personal experience that the Ministry of Health in Israel does not address appropriately major concerning safety signals. Next to slide C. This leaves us with the question Get
0: back to me. So that just real quick, he says, despite being 95% vaxed Israel and the mandated booster, it's not changing the trajectory of cases. Of course it won't 95% of the severe infection, the severe hospitalized infections in Israel are fully vaxed 80 to 90% 80 to 95% of all of their hospitalizations are double jab, fully vaccinated people. Here's an FDA image for you. I pulled this off of one of the other slides. Put it on the big screen for me so everybody can see it. There you go. A COVID, this is for 90 day COVID 19 risk. 30 year old healthy female. COVID associated death. What's her chances of dying? What's your chance of dying? One in 250,000 chance of dying. 0.0004% chance of dying. What's your odds of being in the hospital from COVID-19? 0.0143%. One in 7,000 chance. And we closed down the entire world for this? Think about it. Pastors, you closed your churches for this? You closed your businesses for this? You put on masks for this and you vaccinated? You took, you injected into your body an mRNA vaccination that has no real human trials at all that was developed inside of 18 months for this? Think about it. All right, breaking 1984 video, breaking. FDA panel votes. I just wanted you to see the actual vote for just a couple seconds votes almost unanimously uh, unanimously, 16 to 2 against Pfizer booster shots play it for me hey we have the voting
4: pod up so go ahead and cast your votes this time please okay it looks like we've received all of the votes dr cone has a no vote we have 19 here in the pod please. right we will figure out where the additional vote came in so if we can um close the poll I'm going to read the votes aloud. Uh, Dr. Cohn voted no. Dr. Portnoy voted yes. Dr. Lee voted no. We did have an accidental vote from a speaker, so that will be disregarded. Uh, Dr. Chatterjee voted no. Dr. Perlman voted no. Dr. Gan. Right, back to
0: me. I just wanted to see it. That's the FDA not approving, not approving the booster, the Pfizer booster. But then a lot of you might be confused. Well, why did they why did they approve the Pfizer vaccine? They didn't. They approved a vaccination called they approved a vaccine called Comerity, which was developed by BioNTech, an arm of Pfizer, that is not for public consumption. It's not available to anybody. So if you're in the military and they're demanding that you be vaccinated under your contract, it says it has to be an FDA approved vaccination vaccine. They don't have one. The Google is not available. It's all a Potomac two-step. It is a way for them to say that a Pfizer vaccination has been approved. Therefore, the one that's actually available is kind of approved. So now we get to say it's FDA approved. It's not at all. All right, dramatic right-hand turn. I just want you to see the tyranny in this country. This is about the Capitol Police Force. A lot of you are like, what's the Capitol Police Force have to do with me? That's up in D.C., Are you sure about that? Play gun back for me.
6: Okay, I want to show you the text from the D.C. law that mandates police release names and footage when an officer uses deadly force. And I quote, within five business days after an officer involved uh, death or serious use of force, publicly release the names and body worn camera recordings of all officers who committed the officer involved death or serious use of force. So how can the Capitol Police get away with hoarding 14,000 hours of surveillance footage from January 6th and refuse to identify the name of the officer that killed the only person there that day? Well, the answer is, and you're not going to like it, they operate outside the realms of any kind of oversight. This is not an exaggeration. We can't FOIA the Capitol Police. You can't even read information from their inspector general. They have one, but their reports only go to the Capitol Police Board. Roll Call got this answer from a Capitol Police lawyer, and I quote, Please be advised the United States Capitol Police as a legislative branch entity is not an agency under the Freedom of Information Act. Therefore, the USCP is not subject to the requirements of the Freedom of Information Act. So, We can do nothing. They report only to Congress, and they have the complete authority to make arrests in places outside of the Capitol grounds. Well, that's not good. I mean, uh, could you just hear me out? Say it's a, a Republican that's running the House of Representatives, not Nancy Pelosi. Do you want any police force, any intelligence agency now... Having the kind of power where they report it's a private army, it's a private police force, and there is no oversight and they only report to her or him. With that in mind, is it surprising at all that the only evidence they release goes along with Pelosi's January 6th narrative? This is total corruption. I want to make it clear here. I am not. Criticizing the capital officers themselves, they can't be held responsible for the system that they're under unless they're being told to do illegal things. But it is the system that I'm concerned with. And while the left has been pushing to defund your police, they're giving their police... A lot more money. The fiscal year 2021, the budget for the legislative branch, bumped the Capitol Police salary expenses from $379 million to $417 million. Other expenses like cars, uniforms, weapons were bumped from 83, or $85.2 million to $103.1 million. And this doesn't even include the $1.9 billion of emergency funding given to the Capitol Police after January 6th. billion Nancy Pelosi spearheaded that you know because of course you can't be allowed to protect yourself you know we have to have better protection around here it's rich right they don't want you to have guns they don't want to fund your police but their bodyguards fully funded and equipped the Capitol Police are an organization that has no oversight They're getting pumped up with more funding, and now they're expanding their operations. We've told you this before. Quote The department is also in the process of opening regional field offices in California and Florida with additional regions in the near future to investigate threats to members of Congress.
0: See, how many of you knew about that? How many of you know that Nancy Pelosi has her own personal Gestapo? You aware of that? Because that's the Capitol Police. The Capitol Police have 2,700 officers right now, and they actually patrol an area four square miles. Actually, I think it's two square miles. That's what 2.5 square miles. That's what the Capitol Police are. They're defunding your police and adding tens of millions of dollars to that budget to, to a police force that's already bigger than Detroit's. Two square miles they patrol. Their police force is bigger than Detroit's. They now are. They are now adding satellite offices to investigate threats to congressmen. Who makes threats to congressmen? Most people don't even know who their congressmen are. But they're 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 actually adding satellite offices in Florida and California to investigate. They are FOIA free. You cannot put in a Freedom of Information request into the Capitol Police. This is all written into congressional law. The only people that they report to is the Speaker of the House. Where are the Republicans? You can't have the, this is literally the brown shirts running around. They're hiding 14,000 hours of footage from 160 alleged insurrection. Of which nobody's been charged with insurrection and of which nobody even had one firearm. Here's a little picture of him. Put that, run that for me. Here's the Capitol Police today. Remember, this was going to be a yeah, side by side. Here's the Capitol Police. You just run it, keep running it while I'm yapping. So here's the Capitol Police today responding to the 118 protesters supposed to be a protest today in D.C. There's more reporters than protesters of people that were protesting that people are still in jail over the 16. uh, insurrection, really the 1-6 great trespassing, people languishing in the D.C. metro jail for, in solitary confinement for misdemeanor charges. A justifiable motivation for a protest, but a complete waste of time and an FBI psyop to simply arrest more MAGA people. But that's, that's them right here. That's the Capitol Police. I wish that I had time because we'd go, we'd go ahead and play the Darth Vader music over it as they're marching out. Alright, Donald Trump Jr. tweet. Anyone yeah there you go they almost fooled the two non-feds in there's nobody there anybody listen i was a cop for 25 years 1992 to 2017 anybody who knows cops can spot cops anywhere can you put the pickup there you go It I mean, put it on the big screen there you go that, who who <laughs> look at these guys These are obviously federal agents. These are obviously cops or Capitol Police undercover at this alleged. A protest today, you can bring it back to me. At this alleged protest today, where only a few hundred people showed up, there's actually more reporters there than there were protesters because this is typical FBI psyop operation. This is what they do the FBI, which is nothing more than the brown shirts Gestapo for the Democratic Party, they instigate people to commit crimes like they did with the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot where 12 of the 18 12 of the 18 alleged kidnappers were fbi agents or informants they actually instigate people to commit crimes and then arrest people for committing the crimes that they instigated so you know you got the Fred sitting out there in the crowd just waiting hoping that somebody says something so they can arrest somebody all right ford fisher video earlier at justice for j6 that was the name of this protest defendants rally police surround masked man reportedly armed with a firearm he tells them where he is he's actually they actually arrested one of their own play it for me yes. you side by side it with me this guy that they're arresting is a cop so who's in the crowd here's the capitol police look at these guys look at how they're dressed first of all, you know what? I just want to say this for the record. Just because you put on all that gear does not make you muscular. I just want to state that. You're still the fat tub of goo. That's, uh, there's a whole bunch of fat underneath your Stormtrooper outfit. But here we go. That guy is actually a cop. That was the person that was in the crowd. Let's go to Lisa uh, Benetton video. Yeah. And this, I just wanted you to see. Here's the crowd and notice the press people in comparison to the protesters. Play it for me. There you go. <laughs> they're, there's, they're, they're all press. Basically 10 feet where that American flag is, is the last actual protester. Everybody else in the crowd is the media, is only the media. Just real quick, go, go, to the, uh, go to the Tiffany video for me. Meanwhile, at the Texas border, here's the Texas border right here. Now, I want you to know something. Now, I know people are now going to call me a racist. You're going to call me a racist. Just play it. Play it. So everyone's going to call me a racist. Now, I want you. This is at the Texas. Get this now. I've only got a couple seconds to go here. This is at the Texas-Mexico border. Now, where are the Mexicans? Just curious. I mean, again, if people call me a racist, I don't care if there was Norwegians crossing the Rio Grande River right here. Where are the Mexicans? Well, why do we have a bunch of Haitians crossing in the United States when Haiti is an island? The reason being is on 9-8, Biden canceled deportation flights to Haiti. So now we have this going on. We have ten. these are the people that are the 10,000 strong living under a bridge because Joe Biden, fraudulently elected president, canceled deportation flights to Haiti. What started with 700 people when they realized they could stay, called their friends and family, and now eight days later, there's 10,000 people living under a bridge. This is why you do not acquiesce and capitulate the lies. Love you all. God bless you.